Doug Karsh. Heck of a year. Year one is voice of Michigan football. He's standing by on the Meyer guest line, getting set uh, for that game Saturday out in Arizona. How you doing, Karsh? I'm doing good. I'm actually on my way to practice. Uh, so from everybody you talk to, Jansen, who does the games with you on the Michigan IMG Network, uh, what, what's the difference you see, feel? Because you were on the sidelines last year with the Wolverines down uh, in Florida preparing for Georgia. Uh, what's the biggest difference you see from this team to a year ago? Ooh, great question. Um, well, first of all, they're very deep up front defensively. And early in the year, I was talking with Steve Klinkscale, the secondary coach, obviously isn't up front, but he said his guys are starting to complain because they're not playing many plays. The starters were getting a lot of outs. And by the third quarter, he was pulling guys after they'd only played, you know, 20 or or 30 plays. And he said, this is going to matter in November when we need you to go 60 plays, but you've only got, you know, 450 plays under your belt, as opposed to the guy you're going against who's got 600 plays, 800 plays, and we're going to be fresher. And I think it, I actually do think it's made a difference in a lot of areas. The only group defensively, like the linebackers aren't particularly deep, but the defensive line at all four positions goes three deep and they rotate them through so much. And then when they pared it down in the bigger games, you know, the Mike Morrises of the world were fresher. The, well, he didn't play at the end, but you, the starters, Mozzie Smith or Chris Jenkins, those guys were fresher because they didn't have as much wear on the tread. So they have more sacks this year than they did a year ago. And then, you know, offensively, it's the same deal. They can bully you. And it's been impressive to watch up front offensively. The, the To go back-to-back with the Joe Moore Award with different people in there it tells you something about what they're doing in recruiting and what they're doing in developing players. Doug Carr's Voice of Michigan Football joining us here on the Huge Show uh, across Michigan. You know, and looking at TCU and breaking down the numbers and watching some of their games this year, I'm not a big fan of their 11-man defensive unit. It ranks actually statistically below New Mexico State, and I know they've played a tougher schedule than New Mexico State. I know their offense is averaging 38 points a game and Michigan 40. I I just think as long as Michigan doesn't give the ball away, uh, they'll get through this game by double digits. Well, we can talk about that. I like the idea, the visual of huge watching New Mexico State film to compare them to TC. I did, and it was it was really close. You went way down that wormhole. Um, Okay, well, I have more respect for them, I guess, than you do. Uh, I uh, specifically, you're you're right about their defense to a degree. Uh, I think their secondary is really good, Um, but offensively. I think they're going to score points, and I expect this to be a shootout. Uh, they are they are big on the perimeter, and they will throw a lot of fifty fifty balls, and they win fifty fifty balls. and And Duggan presents a threat that we haven't seen Michigan face a lot this year in terms of a quarterback that can run. He's like Tonga Vailoa, except better. Uh, and they got a, a running back. I was watching uh, Kendra Miller run, and I, I watched a couple games. I'm like, who does he remind me of? Who does he remind me of? And it clicked. And the old-timers remember this. He reminds me of Leroy Horde, who ran at Michigan uh, back in the late 80s, early 90s. And so I think this is going to be a shootout, and I think it's going to be close. I, 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 their three-three-five is really weird. Rushing three and creating no pressure um, really is strange. But at the end of the day, I think Michigan wins. But I think TCU is good enough to win this game. And I actually think TCU offensively could give Georgia fits if they play them. 
Doug Harsh, voice of Michigan football. So Michigan, uh, in terms of health, where they're at, uh, the break, uh, pluses and minuses you see for Harbaugh and the Wolverines. Well, I mean, getting Mike Morris back healthy is going to be a big deal for them. Um, I like giving the staff more time to prepare for an opponent. Uh, they've been very good at the locker room at halftime. And they've been very good at preparing for games. People talk about slow starts, and they, they are sort of slow starts. Michigan has scored on in J.J.'s opening possession. Since he's been starter, the only game they didn't score on and their first possession was against Michigan State when they fumbled. They've only punted on their first possession once all year, and that was the opener when Cade was the starting quarterback. And so they prepare, they script these plays. Oluwatimi said they by the time a game rolls around, they'll have run the first series five times. And now they're going to have even more time to prepare. So maybe, maybe they can script a few drives, right, huge, and, and get off to play better in the second quarter. Um, but they're really good right out of the gate. Then they settle down. They come in at halftime. The players say the coaches first ask for feedback from the players. What are you seeing? What's giving you a problem? They'll take that information in, make their changes, and they've been the best team in the country. That's Chuck, that second-best team in the country in terms of second-half point differential. TCU's really good in the second half, too, though. they got an 18-point comeback and a 17-point comeback in games this year. So... Um, should be should be interesting, but I think more time. Yeah, it's, uh, you know I like what the staff can do with it. Yeah, I just I, I think the difference in this game will be TCU's defense and Michigan will take advantage of. It. If they can't stop the run, then uh, it will be similar to most Michigan games where they pound you, pound you, pound you. And if you do slow them down, they hit you at the pass. And I think TCU would rank behind Ohio State, Penn State uh, teams they played would be second or third. There'd be the argument there. So. I like Michigan, and then if they get to L.A., who knows, uh, Georgia or Ohio State. I, Ohio State, and, this, and, I'll, and I'll send you on your way. I know you're going to practice, but for Ohio State in the Final Four, all right, the Final Four of college football, I'm not, I'm not hearing anything about the Buckeyes anywhere, and we're in the Midwest. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's interesting. They, they are, I, I don't think people expect them to get past Georgia. We'll see. They've had time to prepare. The one thing I'll say about your prediction for the game is that TCU, the best rushing team they played this year was probably Texas, and they shut them down. But they sold out and challenged Quinn Ewers to beat them. And when Ohio State sold out and challenged J.J. McCarthy in the Michigan passing game to beat them, what happened? And the other thing is when you sell out to stop the run, and Ohio State did, if you break through that first wave of defenders – Seven has taken it to the house, right? So, uh, yeah, you're 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 onto the formula. I think TCU will try and employ the Texas game plan, but that comes with a huge risk, as we saw Ohio State did. In fact, remember the first play of the second half against Purdue? They'd stack the line of scrimmage. Donovan Edwards made one man one man miss and almost scored then too. So um, they've got. I, I expect it to be a similar formula when they play Michigan as what they did against Texas. Doug Harsh, John Jansen on the Michigan Wolverine IMG Network. Uh, kickoff a little after 4 p.m. Michigan time on Saturday in the desert against TCU. Wolverines win. They're off to L.A. against the winner of Georgia and Ohio State. Uh, enjoy the time out there. Have a great call, Doug. Hey, huge. Appreciate it. Yeah, back at you, Doug Harsh.